Hej och välkommen till ytterligare ett avsnitt av Gravid vecka för vecka med barnmorskorna Anna och Sofie och med mig Karin Bylovorje. Men den här veckan är specialavsnitt, det är ett träningsavsnitt, ett av mina favoritämnen. Så då har Anna och Sofie fått ledigt helt enkelt och jag gästas istället av personliga tränaren och mammaträning och gravidträningsspecialisten Courtney Landin. Hej Courtney, välkommen! Hej, thanks for having me again! Ja, men gud, du är ju min favoritgäst. Åh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Mm. Ja, alltså, du är ju tillbaka för att berätta för våra lyssnare om gravid träning i tredje trimestern, eller hur? Mm-hmm. Det är ju där, jag går ju in i tredje trimestern nu och känner ju en stor skillnad i kroppen att... Jag har ju turen då eh, att inte ha ont någonstans. Kanske också är en effekt av att jag faktiskt tränar regelbundet. Att jag inte har ont någonstans. Eh, men jag känner ju ändå att liksom magen är ju mycket större nu. Och mm-hmm. finns, känns ju verkligen och är där. Så att man får ju anpassa liksom. In the way. <laughs> ja, ja, precis. Den är i vägen. Så man får anpassa träningen på ett annat sätt liksom. Eh, så att det ska bli kul och få reda på allt. Du kan berätta om det Men först, först, först tänkte jag bara Alla som brukar lyssna på den här podden Vet ju att du och jag skriver träningsböcker tillsammans Och för en vecka sedan lämnade vi in Manuset till vår Nästa bok Ja, wow, it feels so good to have that Submitted And now we just wait a little bit Until the more work begins Ja, precis, redaktören (laughs) läser igenom Manuset nu Jennifer på Pug for log, hon ska väl komma med sin med sin dom. Mm. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm I'm really excited about this book though. I'm really happy with it. I mean, I mm. I was obviously happy with Gravid Sterka as well, but I don't know. I feel like we were able to you know, it's going through it the second time through the process of everything. It was like we mm. knew a little bit more and we have a little bit more of like an idea as to what to present to to everyone. So I'm really excited about this one. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. This could be cool att kunna så här efterhand berätta mer och mer om liksom de special specialträningarna som vi, vi erbjuder där. Och liksom, mm. ja. Men den är uppbyggd på samma sätt som gravidstyrka. Att det handlar ju mycket om, det är ju inte bara en träningsbok utan det är ju en, liksom en faktabok också om vad som mm. händer i kroppen efter förlossningen. Precis som gravidstyrka handlar om vad som händer under graviditeten. Ja, yeah. 
Right, exactly. And like with the training too, it's just like laid out in in, in like the real mom life way, you know, like to mm. make it really happen. Ja, för det, det, alltså jag kände så här, när jag var gravid med nummer två då, så var det inte så svårt för mig att få till gravidträningen. För att det, det är liksom... Det kom sig mer naturligt. För då hade man inte... Nu hade jag ju en liten bebis i och för sig. Men jag hade inte en, en... Jo, jag hade en superliten bebis. Han var ju inte ens... Han var ju bara några månader gammal. Men jag fick ändå till gravidträningen. Men sen när bebis nummer två kom. Och jag hade två små barn. Som var tol, en var tolv månader och en var nyfödd. Alltså det var så tufft att hitta mm. fönster att träna. Och det tycker jag är så kul. Att vi har fokuserat på i mammastyrka. Liksom att så här, alla ska kunna få till träningen mm-hmm. hur mycket och hur mycket ansvar man än har för det här nya lilla livet. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's why I, I, don't know, I really I really like how it's set up and what we offer and what we you know what we talk about in the book. I mean, I just I'm really excited about it. I don't want to talk too much about it because I you know like give too much away, but I just yeah I'm really excited about it. Ja, jag hoppas att du där hemma också är förväntansfull inför den här boken men nu alltså fokus på eh, trimester nummer tre som ju pågår mellan graviditetsvecka 29 och 40 och vi ska prata om egentligen inte de sista liksom fyra veckorna för då är det mer fokus på förlossningsförberedande träning och nu tänkte vi liksom mer fokusera på de här eh, Ja, men väl, mellan vecka 29 och kanske 36 ungefär. Mm. Eh, när tillväxtperioden är enorm, bebis växer jättemycket och man blir ganska mycket tyngre på kort tid. Och sen så är det ju det här kända relaxinet, det här hormonet som har mjukat upp kroppen. Och det är samtidigt en stor belastning på bäckenbotten och, och så. Hur tycker du att man ska anpassa sin träning så här i början av tredje trimestern. Yeah, my answer is going to be that like I always answer is that it's so individual, you know? Mm. Um but I mean in general, a lot of women still feel really good during this time. Um I literally just trained a, a woman who's in week 35 just before we sat down to do this mm. and um you know obviously we're not going super like 100% intense, but I mean like the the level of intensity is still, you know, can be there. Um but yeah, the belly starts to get in the way, so we have to kind of adjust a few things that we do. But I mean quite honestly, we're not adjusting too terribly much. Um, so during this time, I mean, like a lot of women can still train, uh, maybe not exactly as normal, but for the most part, normal. Men om man tänker på de här krämporna som många ofta har, mm, att yeah. man kanske, även om man mår bra så kanske man, man kanske är tröttare än vanligt, kanske järnbrist och mm. magen växer och magmusklerna kanske separeras mer och mer. Under den här perioden. <laughs> yeah. eh, och foglossning och sånt där. Det måste väl ändå... Hur ska man tänka på kring magen då? Och magseparation och träning. Hur mm-hmm. ska man tänka på magmusklerna? Hur får man använda dem och hur får man inte? Och mm-hmm. sådär. 
Yeah, I mean, you can still use belly breathing. And uh, it's so funny. My client, even she said today, she's like, I don't feel like my core is no longer in the front. It's on the sides. <laughs> when she's, you know, trying to do the belly breathing, she's like, I don't feel it in the in the front. I feel it on the sides. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where your muscles are right now. So, uh. um, I mean, it's going to be, you can still use the core quite uh, quite a lot um, during this time as well. But yeah, around like... Uh, I mean, these can start as early as, you know, even earlier than week 29 with mm. the, what are they called? Salman Jogningar, the, um, like the contractions, like the false contractions. Oh. Um, those can start fairly early, but most women start feeling them around like this 30 week mark, 35, you know, like more towards the end. Um, and it's not, they can be uncomfortable. And again, this is a very individual question to, to answer. So, you know, some women will have some of the contraction feeling and be okay to keep training. And some women will have so much pain with them that they can't keep training. So um, in general, though, you know, if, if you're okay with continuing to train, um, but you feel those contractions, mm-hmm. what you'll want to do is just, you know, take a minute to, to rest and try to take in some nice deep breaths in with into the belly and try to relax those muscles um, until that like contraction passes. Because basically what's happening is your muscles are, are literally training for birth. Um, so they're doing kind of their own belly breath at the moment, you know, like they're, they're contracting so that they're getting strong. Um, but it's also important to have like enough water. So be very hydrated during uh, this last phase as well, because that can also make those muscles kind of feel like they're cramping more. Idag var jag ute på en eh, så här power walk i skogen. Mm-hmm. Um, och då kände jag liksom första halvan av promenaden, jag var väl ute typ en timme, första halvan av promenaden så kände jag liksom hur magmusklerna på speciellt på höger sida så här spände och inte krampade, men kanske lite liksom. Alltså så här och då, då tänkte jag så här, hade jag inte haft den erfarenheten jag har nu och mm. liksom skrivit de här böckerna med dig och läst på och lyssnat på din kunskap så här, då hade jag nog stannat. Alltså mm. då hade jag nog så här, nej det här, det är för tufft like, mig att gå på promenad, mm. så här, det här är inte bra. Men så tänkte jag så här, nej men jag går lite långsammare en liten stund och sen så, så ser jag vad som händer. Och jag menar... Eh, efter halva promenaden, det där var ju helt borta. Och jag kände mig superstark. Och, och liksom i kontakt med kroppen. Och jag svettades så det var härligt liksom. Mm. Alltså att så här, Det tror jag är en sån här stor lärdom. Som jag har lärt mig under den här perioden. Under de här böckerna. Att eh, det är lätt att bli väldigt rädd. För vad man får mm. och inte kan göra som gravid. Och att så här, det handlar så mycket om att så här känna sig själv. Nu, nu kände jag så här, men jag är stark. Jag klarar av att gå på en promenad. Det här är ju bara min kropp som liksom spökar lite grann med mig. Den mm. behöver typ mjukas upp lite grann. Yeah. <laughs> alltså att den behövde liksom värmas upp och komma in i, yeah. i flåset lite. Och det funkade ju jättebra. Ja, yeah. and sometimes those, those will start happening too once you start training. Because yeah, your, your muscles are starting to work. Mm. Um, and then your body kind of signals to like, oh, hey, ah, this is what we're doing. Okay, well, I'm going to do that too, you know. So it can actually be uh, triggered by training as well. But again, it's such an individual thing. You know, like I, uh, two weeks ago, I had one client who needed to stop around week 32 because she was having these contractions and she didn't feel good with training anymore. 
even though she had trained pretty hard all the way up until like week 32. Um, and then, you know, then I have another woman who's training in week 40 or uh, sorry, uh, 39, you know, so, it, and she doesn't have anything. So it's, mm. it really is very individual. So yeah, it, it's like, if you start feeling these things, the best thing to do is just take a minute, take some breaths and try to relax your body as much as possible. Because um, if you're tightening even more in the body and you're, you're like, what's the word like spend um oh spend the yeah spend yeah exactly mm. so if you're doing that even more that's not gonna that's not gonna help it's gonna make your muscles contract even more so try to just take some nice deep breaths focus on those nice deep belly breaths without though hugging baby in during mm. that time you actually just want to focus on relaxing breaths like deep into the belly relaxing those muscles as much as possible mm. and then most of the time they will kind of go over, you know, within the 30 seconds or, you know, a minute or two, and then, and then you should be, you know, fine to keep going. But in the beginning of training, if you do feel those, you know, just take a minute, uh, because they can be kind of triggered by starting training, but mm-hmm. they're nothing to really worry about unless you're having some serious pain. There's, there's really nothing to worry about with them. Precis. Och om man inte har någon typ av risk graviditet där man liksom mm-hmm. finns risk för att man skulle föda tidigt och ha de här. Mm, och så. Då, men då, yeah. då har ju MVC koll på det och du lär ju veta det själv också, du som lyssnar ifall du har liksom rekommendationen att så här, vila och inte, inte röra dig och inte träna. Det finns ju mm-hmm. sådana risk, hög risk graviditeter liksom. Ja, yeah, precisely. Men, men, men Courtney, okej, okay. men så eh, sammandragningar kan man få under den här perioden stanna ner, pausa, avvakta lite se hur, hur de utvecklas mm-hmm. eh, men sen så var det det här med separerade magmuskler då eh, det jag undrar är jag, jag får ibland så här DM så frågor ifrån eh, både lyssnare och läsare som undrar om det är okej okay att göra liksom de här vanliga sit-ups-rörelserna och hur man kan träna sin core mm-hmm. när man har separerade magmuskler, så hur kan, man, hur kan man fortfarande stärka sin core? Mm-hmm. Oh, in so many different ways. Um, so I, I would avoid regular sit-ups. I mean, can you do them? Probably, but do you really want to risk not knowing what exactly is happening to your core? Um, because what, you know, what's happening is you're putting so much pressure on that connective tissue called the linea alba. And it might be strong enough to hold that, you know, like pressure, maybe. And in short little things like on a daily regular basis, you know, might be okay for little small instances like, okay, you're going to lean back in the couch, you know, and your, and your core kind of presses out a little bit. Um, things like that, obviously normal, it's going to be okay for those short times, but I wouldn't do it intentionally like doing regular sit-ups. Um, it just, unless you can really con- you know control with the core which again by the third trest- trimester it's pretty difficult to control those muscles uh, because they're stretched out by that time mm. um i would avoid doing like regular sit-ups they're just not needed um how you can train your core is well one belly breathing that we you know talk about a lot especially in the book um piston breath so that's another way of breathing as well that you're going to be using your core And what a piston breath is, is basically you're doing a, uh, a deep belly breath and then breathing out two times. So like it's like halfway out the first breath out and then all the way out the last breath out. So mm. you're basically tightening slightly and then tightening all the way. So Man then you're using... Liksom luften i mm-hmm. två yeah. Uh. So then you're using your core muscles um, 
basically in a crunch way. I mean, you're, you're, however you're tightening your muscles, it doesn't matter how you're doing it, you're tightening your muscles, so you're training them. So that's one way. Um, the other one that I really love is doing belly breathing on all fours. And the weight of the belly is going to provide quite a bit of resistance to have those stomach muscles be working. So that's another one of my favorites is on all fours and then doing the belly breathing. Mm. Och det finns ju på vår Instagram, Gravidstyrka The Book. Där finns det ju film på hur man gör magandning mm-hmm. på alla fyra och hur det kan se yep. ut och så. And I actually men, just took uh, another video of that today. So ah, <laughs> I can okay. really share that soon. <laughs> <laughs> ja. eh, men förutom de här olika andningsövningarna jag, när jag är på gymmet nu då tänker jag liksom att eh, att göra, alltså träna kåren diagonalt är okej. Okay. Yeah, I mean you can still, you know, it's funny way, way back uh, well it seems like not so far long ago but uh, a while ago they said like don't twist don't do things like that mm. uh because that's what you're meaning right like with yeah. twisting um so it's okay to twist i mean it, as long as it feels okay for your body it's okay alltså, to twist. Jag att det är så skönt. yeah i mean det är så skönt Courtney. det är som yeah. att så här, det känns som att så här okej okay, om jag nu inte är stark i den här crunchrörelsen Gud vad skönt att kunna göra mm. den här liksom förflyttningen över kroppen alltså när man när man liksom vrider Eh, för att jag tänker att det är så himla viktigt också i förberedelse inför, ja men man kanske har äldre syskon hemma, man håller på och mm-hmm. lyfter, man ska lyfta bebisen sen när den kommer i olika konstiga vinklar och positioner och sådär, att det är så himla skönt att känna att man klarar av den där liksom mm-hmm. vridningen, men det är så att det var så inte rekommenderat att göra det för, för tidigare. <laughs> I know, I mean even when I was pregnant, this was in 2013, I mean I remember reading stuff and being like, you can't twist like am i not a human anymore am i like have to walk around like a robot you know i mean it's just like <laughs> yeah. ridiculous i mean i was i i kind of um uh tried to stretch the rules a bit you know i was trying to play tennis and everything just because i i just didn't agree with saying you know don't twist um i mean people do yoga i mean it's it's you know you're twisting during that time too with pregnancy yoga at least a little bit um but twisting's fine. I mean, you you need to use their core muscles in all in all different ways and you know, to like to tell a pregnant woman not to twist seems like ridiculous. You know, it's like you might be twisting to go pick something up like you mentioned or to pick up a grocery bag or a work bag or buckle your seatbelt in the car. I mean, like you're twisting all day. Mm. Um so it's okay to do twists. Um in fact, one of the one of my favorite exercises within the book is the one where Oh, I can't remember what it's called in Swedish. Um, the the up and overs. Do you remember what it's called in, in Swedish? I don't remember. It's the one where you're standing on the balance thing yeah, and you're going yeah. up and, and over to the side. Sida, yes, that mm. one, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorites because like you're still being able to twist a little bit, use the core. Um, Jag står på en balansplatta och sen så håller i en, i en någon typ av vikt och sen för den upp ovanför huvudet och sen tvärs över kroppen ner mot liksom utsidan av av höften och sen upp igen och sen ner utsidan av den andra höften. And you don't even have to stand on the balance thing like if you don't have one of those or if like you're uncertain about the balance like that's fine stand on the ground but you know you get to twist a little bit in that one and really use like more of your core doing that. So I love that one. I've even often worked with women using uh what are they called hay balers um basically you're coming down into a squat like maybe the weights over to your opposite knee 
and then you're coming up into the opposite side of mm. your body. Ja. So kind of like, you know, they're called hay balers. Men den har like du gjort med mig när vi har tränat, yes. när jag har gått mm-hmm. tränat med dig. Absolut, den mm-hmm. känner jag igen. Ja. Yeah, so twisting can be totally fine. I mean, mm. we're not talking about these extreme twists or anything like that. It's just like, you know, a little twist. So you're using your body. I mean, you're, you're training your whole core. Men sen lär du ut också en hel del så här stabiliserande övningar, upplever jag. Mm-hmm. Runt med kåren, eller hur? Yeah, those kind of exercises, I mean, like, hip presses are great. I mean, mm. you don't think of that one as a core exercise, but your core technically is your entire, like, torso. So front, sides, and back of your of your body. So the core is really important. And, like, you know, hip presses work your small muscles in the back, um, your big muscles in the back too. So hip presses are great. Um, mm. You can even do side planks. I mean, side planks are fine too. Mm, uh, activate the core, then come up, hold for as long as it feels okay. Um, jag gör sidoplankar på knäna, gör jag nu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jag tycker det blir för... för yeah. jag, kan, jag kan göra dem rak fortfarande. But I would suggest, mm. yeah, on the knee, if mm. you really feel like challenging it, and you can do it with the core you can stick mm. out like one leg straight but i would still sant. say ja. you know on the ja. knees by this point yeah men en övning som du gjorde mycket med mig det var också att jag stod på alla fyra och sen lyfte upp eh, ena armen rakt ut mm-hmm. och sen motsatt ben rakt bak yeah so leg and arm extensions are yeah. another one those can be called other things too like bird dogs um so those ones are fantastic and those Those ones are tricky though because if they're not done right people can think like oh this is so easy why am i doing this like what mm. what are we doing but the the tricky thing there is activate core first then move and try to keep your arm and leg in more of a straight line so don't twist up your hip um and try to keep your hips kind of more in like a straighter line there mm. um so those are that's the right way to do those ones and then you're going to feel a lot more Uh, work in the core and work in the hips and that actually can help a lot too with strengthening the hips while like your you know all the ligaments are loosening up there with like relaxin that's in the body to help loosen up everything mm. um, those exercises like that can be really helpful for like strengthening up hips and lower back Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Men då ska jag sammanfatta lite. Så då, eh, när det gäller core då så kan man träna den med magandning, med piston breath eller tvåstegsandning som vi kallar det i gravidstyrka. Och den typen av liksom andningsövningar. Men man kan mm-hmm. också då göra twist är helt okej. Okay. Man ska försöka an- undvika så här vanliga traditionella sit-ups egentligen. 
om det inte är så att man känner att man har superkontroll och jättestark core och bara känner att man vill göra det liksom. Men att man också kan jobba med stabiliserande övningar för att, för att stärka upp hela, hela kåren runt mm-hmm. hela kroppen. Liksom. Yep. Låter det som en bra sammanfattning? Perfekt. Bra. <laughs> ja, nej men för jag tänkte att vi skulle gå vidare till resten av kroppen också. För att det är ju en hel del övningar som återkommer i... Ja, men när jag tränar med dig som, som när du är liksom gravid PT och jag är din klient. Mm-hmm. Så var det ju mycket... Um, mycket rumpa och mm-hmm. ben även i slutet av graviditeten liksom. mycket utfall knäböj mm-hmm. utfall på, ska man väl inte göra när man har foglossning som jag har förstått right, yeah, mm. yeah. so if it, if it does bother uh, anyone to be in like a lunge position where the legs are a little bit more split um, or uneven or spread out a bit more then avoid those ones, like try to keep more the, the feet together mm men knäböj jobbar du mycket med? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ja. I mean, the bum is the biggest muscle group we have in our bodies. And that is so important for good posture, um, for walking, for going upstairs. I mean, the body is getting heavier. So, of course, we want our leg muscles and our, and our bums to be nice and strong. So, uh, yeah, squats are probably some of the best things to do. Mm. Och sen exercise. en av mina favoriter, good mornings. Det är också mm. baksida. Love those. Mm-hmm. Det är när man liksom är mer eh, raklång och böjer sig framåt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and good mornings, I, I want to point out, so good mornings can be done uh, quite wrong uh, most of the time. So with good mornings, the main movement muscles are going to be bum and belly. So that's what mm. I always say, I say bum and belly. So you're going to be using your bum to lift yourself back up and your belly because you don't want to have your your back. A lot of people think it's a back exercise and it is. I mean, it's going to be more of a secondary muscle group that you're working with your lower back, mm. but your main movement muscles are your bum and your belly. So if it's if you're feeling it too much in your lower back, like maybe you're getting pain or anything like that, be sure to be activating bum and belly when you're moving for good mornings because those are fantastic ones too. Rumpa och mage, rumpa och mage. Mm-hmm. Men, men när man ser på de här tre, för jag menar har man de tre övningarna så kommer man ju ganska långt. Alltså det, det är ju, de är ju mm. väldigt allsidiga, eller hur? De fångar upp mycket liksom. Yeah. Så om man gör utfall och knäböj och good mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, men eh, någonting som jag har märkt nu när magen är så pass stor och jag är på gymmet och gör dem där det är ju att jag behöver ju göra mer eh, sumo knäböj, yes. alltså jag behöver stå lite längre med bredare med benen och likadant utfallen behöver jag liksom mm-hmm. hamna längre längre ifrån med fötterna, gör det någonting eller? No, it's totally fine, I mean just yeah, adjust to whatever you need to do with those ones, yeah, because the belly will get in the way um, uh, if, yeah, with squats or anything like that, so it just, you know helps with your balance too, to kind of widen the knees a bit, helps open up a bit in the hips Um, so yeah, no, nothing wrong with like adjusting. Mm. Och sen, eh, det här är ju stora muskelgrupper som man kan träna i all oändlighet liksom på massa olika sätt. Och det finns ju massa tips i boken och så. Men det känns eh, liksom, kåren kan man ju ha många frågetecken kring när man ska träna som gravid. Att det känns mm. lite så här, men det kan kännas lite... Lite läskigt liksom, att man inte riktigt vet om man gör rätt eller fel. Men med mm. rumpa och ben och lår och sådär, där har jag känt mig väldigt 
trygg. Alltså att det är lite lättare att experimentera där och vara lite fantasifull själv för att det finns så mycket man kan göra som liksom inte, inte är farligt, känns det som. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really you can do so much of the same exercises. Like, really, if you, if you don't feel any issues or pains, like, you can really continue on doing so many of the same exercises that you yeah. have been doing. Ja, men det är jättebra att ha med sig som guidning för jag tänker mm. både, både för dem som är, lyssnar på det här och är jättevana vid att träna att man liksom har med sig den tryggheten av att så, här, så länge man aktiverar sin core och sin bäckenbotten mm. när man tar i och när man gör övningarna så, så kan man göra i stort sett det man har gjort innan yeah. man var gravid. Ja, yeah. and that's um, what I love about like what I teach and sometimes people are just like oh, it's that simple and it's like mm-hmm. it really can be. Um, there's just been so much fear around training these last like several years of like can we do this and um it's we know so much more now so it's mm. awesome to be able to just say like yeah you know be sure you're using their core and using your pelvic floor so you're not pressing out with either of those and continue on ja men vad vad alltså det här med att pressa pressing out som du säger mm. alltså att man att man um, trycker ut magmuskulaturen och bäckenbotten mm-hmm. Eh, hur vet man att man inte gör det? Hur kan man liksom mm. kontrollera att man inte gör det? Yeah, so that comes with like a little bit of body awareness. So um, basically like women, you know, should test a little bit. Like how does it feel when I press out versus how it feels when I do like a belly breath and I'm, you know, hugging baby in and lifting pelvic floor. Mm. So it, it does take a little bit more of, a, of body awareness to know what you're doing and when Mm. um because yeah some people can do like a a squat and then be pressing out with their core and not really know it or even pressing down with their pelvic floor and not really know it because there's there's a couple like lifting techniques too that um are called like bracing and Mm -hmm. that has been taught as well for like back in the day for pregnant pregnant women but also for like heavy lifters right and so what you're doing is you're actually pressing out a little bit Mm. and then lifting so you're trying to get this like tension in the core um but that's what you don't want as you're like like when you're pregnant training um i really don't agree with like when people do strength training like that either i know it happens like it's going to happen Mm. if you're lifting really heavy but um just you know kind of test a little bit as to okay how does it feel when i when i actually like think to press out with my core versus hug baby in men det kan väl alla testa hemma nu för man ska yeah. inte testa man ska inte testa not, det när anything... man lyfter eller när man yeah. bär något tungt utan alltså man kan testa det nu hur känns det när jag liksom blåser ut mag eller trycker ut magen yeah. och trycker ut bäckenbotten liksom because you're not going to do anything like wrong like with just testing a little bit you know Nej. like it's it's better to test now and see how it feels now versus like trying to lift something heavier than you should and then not being able to activate your core correctly and trying mm. it you know like mm. with then so yeah i mean just test you know press out a little bit with your core how does it feel because our muscles actually have three different levels so we have what's called bulging so you're pressing out and then you have neutral and then you have contracted so you have three different levels where your body can be used in those in those like three different um uh what are they called like not contractions but three different three different ways yeah um so it's okay to be doing that you know like when we sneeze and and cough i mean like that's pressure on our core and we have to be able to to handle that as well Mm. so men det värsta som kan hända 
Det värsta som kan hända, alltså bara så att inte folk blir liksom rädda när det gäller det här med magen. Mm. Alltså det handlar ju om att dina främre magmuskler, de, de separeras i takt med att magen växer. Och mellan där finns en bindväv som heter linea alba på latin, precis som du sa. Mm. Och, och det, som, det som kan hända är att man får en liten större, alltså att man kanske får en större separation än... Um, yeah, but not. Uh, I mean, if you're going to try this for like a second, it's Nej, 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 inte det utan yeah. överhuvudtaget om man tränar oh, gotcha. hela graviditeten och liksom mm. att, att just det här att begå ett fel, det kan kännas så liksom skrämmande när man är gravid för mm. det sista man vill göra är att skada sin bebis eller sätta igång förlossningen tidigt eller något sånt. Mm. Det här handlar ju bara om att den där bindväven kan liksom tänjas ut mer eller mindre och den kan tunnas ut mer eller mindre eller hur? Mm-hmm. Ja, och yeah, att man yeah, då helst exactly, inte vill yeah. utmana den mer än, mer än vad man behöver mm. så att det, är inte så här, det handlar inte om liv och död så att det är någon right. liksom bara känner så här oh, jag vågar inte göra någonting för att då jag vågar inte träna liksom för att jag mm-hmm. kanske gör fel med kåren men så ska man väl inte tänka det är väl bättre att liksom yeah, våga no, träna yeah, no, it's good to explain that too yeah, mm. it, isn't, it isn't like um it's not super serious. Yeah, I mean like mm. of course it's serious, but I mean yeah. like most of the time it's it's yeah. you're going to be okay. I mean I see yeah. I see a lot of women like they sit straight up still um and their core is fine. I mean it really it's a tricky it's a tricky thing with like training during pregnancy because it's like you don't know who will have an issue and who won't. Mm. You know, so I mean like the best way to to like approach the question about it is like do do things thinking that like okay this could happen uh mm. so i'm going to do it the correct way you know using the core so you're not putting too much pressure on the the linea alba yeah men jag tänkte vi ska hinna med också prata om eh, rygg och axlar eh, armar det är mycket sånt i träningen mm-hmm. som du lär ut också varför då well i mean we use our whole bodies Um, so we always need strength everywhere and especially like when you're pregnant. So most of the time, like, you know, we're having a lot of weight towards the front of the body. So we need to strengthen up like our backs, um, to be able to have good posture still. And our muscles need to be strong to hold our, our, um, shoulders back and everything like that. Um, and also because, you know, like once you give birth, you know, you're going to be using your arms a lot mm. afterwards, you know, holding baby, um, almost 24 seven, what it seems like at least. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're going to need that strength, um, mm. all the time in like the whole body. So I always train full body when I'm, when I'm working with someone. Så liksom träna allsidigt, tänk att man ska liksom täcka in hela kroppen, ryggen och axlarna är superviktigt inför liksom, ja men balansera ut den stora gravidmagen och inför att bebisen kommer och rumpa och baksida, baksida lår och alltihopa är jätteviktigt för att stabilisera upp och kompensera, hjälpa ryggen, eller hur? Och mm-hmm. kompensera för en försvagad core och, och så. Så det, det är liksom, man kan väl tänka de här tre stora, tre stora områdena den här sista tiden yeah. som gravida, eller? Ja, mm-hmm. yeah. no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's important, like, I think, all the time to be thinking, you know, train full body. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of legs, but definitely don't forget upper body as mm. well. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I was working with someone just the other day too, and we were doing, she wanted to still do, um, 
deadlift. Uh, what's yeah. it? Mark, mark lift, right? Mark lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's okay to be doing too. And that's another perfect way to figure out, okay, how am I activating the core? You know, obviously with a light weight in the beginning, um, but that one's awesome because that is a full body exercise because mm. you're using your upper body, you're using your arms, you're using your legs, you're using your core. I mean, one of the best exercises actually to, to be able to do. Men när du, när du pratar om så här, ja men marklyft och vi pratar om eh, utfall och knäböj och sånt där. Alltså när det gäller vikter, hur ska mm-hmm. man tänka med vikter så här i sista trimestern? I would always recommend like going around 70% like as your max. I mean mm. you don't want to leave feeling so exhausted. Um, but you can still do quite a bit. Um, you know, just notice how your body reacts. You know, are you really out of breath? Maybe that's a bit too much. Uh, if, you know, you're, you're wanting to be out of breath and it feels good, great. You know, that's where you can be at. But it really is, you know, what makes you feel great. And most of the time when I work with women, and I remember you saying the same thing, is that like they show up or you show up and you were so tired and you're like, oh my gosh. And then once you've been training, I mean, you feel amazing. You know, yeah. you have so Energized. much more energy. Mm. Um, you know, my client today said the exact same thing. She's like, I'm so tired. And then at the end of it, she's like, I go for hours, you know? Yeah. So, and it's like <laughs> that, so many say that. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's so great to, to train. And I think it's just, you know, it's a, it's a time where even if you're not being able to do what you want, maybe you're not being able to lift how you'd like to, it's okay, you know, like do what you can and try to be mindful that this is just a phase, Mm. you know, like you have to take care of your body and your baby. And it's, it's a phase that, you know, whatever you're doing right now is awesome, you know, for your body. And any training is great, even if it's just trying to relax a little bit one day. You know, like, that's good. Um, ja, men för de av våra lyssnare som liksom lever med träning och älskar träning och, mm. och känner sig frustrerade den här sista tiden, liksom, de kan inte maxa på samma sätt som de vill mm. och, och så. Alltså, hur ska man tänka kring eh, hur tungt man kan lyfta? Kan man, kan man liksom, kan man... Eh, utvecklas styrkemässigt och bli starkare under sista trimestern. Definitely. Eller ska man lite? I mean, definitely. People, if they're, if they're wanting to, to train and they, it, it all, again, it all comes down to how you're feeling. I mean, I've seen women who train like amazing weights at this stage and they're, they feel great. No mm. problem. Like it's like nothing's happening in their bodies. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so it really, you can do that. If you feel good doing it, then I would, I would continue. I mean, like I, there's really no, uh, research that shows that we shouldn't. Um, and it's just, it's only helping you and your baby. Mm. Men med hopp och sånt då? Mm. I would say by this time, you're probably not going to want to do hops. I mean, you will know yourself that like, ah, that does not feel so great because mm. your belly's getting big. It's heavy. Um, I, I would say I would avoid those. Um, but again, I mean, 
just the other day I was training someone 39 weeks and she was doing regular jumping jacks and felt fine. So ja. man vet inte. Lyssna it, it really, på det är det vanliga mantrat. Lyssna yeah, på kroppen. Yeah, I mean, if, if I've learned anything over the last like what six years, seven years, it's just like you know everyone's different and there's there's no one right answer and that that can be really tricky. I know for the general public, like especially if we're talking on a podcast or like books, it's it's really tricky. But it's um it's knowing like what works for you. You know, test a little bit. And mm. if you really want to be doing, you know, deadlifts or jumping jacks, I mean, test, see how it feels. And if you can't do it, I mean, it's okay because you will be able to event again eventually. Mm. You know, it's just a couple months that you're not going to be able to do something like that you really want to be doing. Och avslutningsvis Courtney så måste vi prata om, det kan ju vara så att när man tränar nu och magen alltid är tyngre och bäckenbotten är liksom under belastning mm-hmm. och sådär, att man läcker. När mm-hmm. man tränar, alltså urinläckage. Hur ska man tänka kring det? Yeah, you know, that shouldn't be happening. Um, so if that is happening, you either should probably see like a, a specialized like physical therapist. I mean, most likely during the third trimester, it's it's you're having so much pressure on the pelvic floor that basically it's working uh quite a lot that either it can't hold against you know like the pressure that you've put on it mm. uh or you have been training enough and like you're they're weak so that again it's gonna you have to alltså, learn knipövningar då. yeah so you mm. have to it really the, the issue kind of depends on what is happening in your body so some people will have the issue of they're um constantly holding their pelvic floor right and so in that situation it's kind of like you're holding think about you're holding Ett your bicep yeah exactly so you're always mm. holding your bicep a bicep curl or something and after a while your muscle gets weak because it can't hold 100% all the time and so that can be happening if you're if you're holding and squeezing all the time uh then the opposite is if you're too relaxed uh or if you're not activating the pelvic floor at all and that's when it can happen too but i mean generally you don't really want to be um leaking uh, as you're training i mean that's kind of a sign Um, I mean, it could happen just because of the the core getting, um, or the pelvic floor. Sorry, the pelvic floor getting a little bit stretched out, and there's so much mm. pressure. So it could happen. I would just say, like, you know, notice when it is happening. Are you doing too much and you're leaking, or is it just happening randomly? You know, like where you're not, you're maybe sitting on the bike or something, and then having that issue. Then, then that's a little bit of a different uh, story. That. Yeah okay, maybe we need to check to see what's what's actually happening, you know, with the pelvic floor. Mm. Um, is it just pregnancy or is it something they've had previously? Um, you know, depends on how many pregnancies you've had as well. Ja, precis. Om man har fött. Alltså jag tänker mm-hmm. att inkontinens lite vid träning och sånt kan vara rätt vanligt bland kvinnor som har fött barn. Yes. Yes. I mean, common, yes. Do we really want that to be happening? No. no. <laughs> um, yeah. Nej. So, I mean, like, if it happens every once in a while where it's like, ah, you know, it, it's, you know, very small and it's maybe every, once every three months, you know, okay, probably not the biggest issues because, uh, you know, that can be, again, like I said, normal, unfortunately, but mm. we don't want that to be happening on a regular basis. Then, then you've probably had some sort of um, damage to the muscle. Mm. Or a muscle group down there. One of the, we have three different men, layers. So. Men knipövningar är i alla fall viktigt under sista trimestern också, tänker jag. Yes, mm. definitely. But again, I want to like just point out that I want women to also understand like what they're doing with their pelvic floor. Because 
we can't just say just do more knipo of Nyar because what if they're tight all the time? That's not going to actually help them. No. What they need to do is actually focus on relaxing a little bit, uh, letting their muscles relax. So, you know, take a minute and, and notice, okay, am I always holding? Um, are you a type of person that clenches your jaw? Are you a type of person that's a lot of, you know, like under a lot of stress or are you holding your, your muscles in your body tight? Uh, then most likely you're probably holding your pelvic floor tight mm. as well. So, you know, just kind of notice what happens in your body. Okay. Och det kan man också känna efter när man gör magandning tänker jag. För då ska man ju mm-hmm. aktivera bäckenbotten eh, också. Så då tänker jag att man, man kan känna efter liksom, hur den förändras. Och om mm-hmm. den förändras. Eller om man har samma statiska knip hela tiden. Mm. I mean, same thing as like what we did earlier. Like, you know, check in with yourself right now. You know, like what are you doing? Are you mm. holding or are you relaxed? Ja, men jag sitter här och försöker känna efter. Jag bara, mm, yeah. ja, just det. Hur känns det egentligen? <laughs> right. ja, mm. ja, so ja. I mean, like I uh, am more of a holder all the time. So okay. I'm more of a like spen. Uh, så du måste so, slappna av. Exactly. So, mm. yeah. so I've noticed that like, yeah, I've, I need to relax a little bit more and mm. not hold all the time. Okay. So again, it's, it's such a, personal personal um uh, issue with like each uh. woman. Och likadant med träningen i stort att man måste så här vad är min träningsnivå? Hur känns min mm-hmm. graviditet? Hur mår jag i kroppen? Hur är mina liksom ben alltså och ligament och allting mm-hmm. påverkat av relaxinet? Hur hur ser mina stressnivåer ut i vardagen? Mm-hmm. Vad hinner jag med? Vad hinner jag inte med liksom? yeah. Man måste individanpassa. I mean, it's checking in with yourself all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's, I think what I like to focus on um, during this third trimester is like, all right, how are, like, how is your body feeling? Because we go through life so quick all the time that we don't really check in with ourselves, Mm. you know? And then all of a sudden we're like, ow, this hurts. Why? It's like, well, (laughs) maybe you didn't notice it. It's been hurting for a while, but Mm. it's been weeks and now it's showing up even worse. So like we need to like really just take a second and check in with ourselves. Mm. Men också att pusha sig själv till att träna. För det finns så många mm. fördelar att träna fram till förlossningen. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we talked about this before. It's like, you know, if, if you're really not up for it, you know, give yourself 10-15 minutes of trying. And if you really aren't up for training, then just stop, you know. Because after that initial warm-up time where it's like, okay, if you're really not feeling it, maybe you shouldn't train today, you know. Mm. Uh, but if you start getting a little bit more in the mood and you get a little bit more energy as you're warming up and, like, you start a few exercises, then obviously you're not going to Yeah, then it's like, yeah. okay, that's what you needed today. Det är ju väldigt, väldigt sällan man kommer till fram till efter en uppvärmning att nej, jag var för trött idag, jag orkar inte. Utan det är ju ofta att man är liksom, känner sig... Yeah, or I mean, just, you know, after that, do some stretches and call it a day, you know, and that's okay. Och då måste jag tipsa om på på vårt Instagram, Gravid Styrkade Buck. Där la jag upp innan helgen ett sånt här, gå igenom kroppen, inte inte träningsprogram liksom, utan mer bara... Some stretches, yeah. Ja, bara så här skönt gravidkroppen får bara känna in sig lite. Mm-hmm. Alltså sånt där kan man ju alltid göra eh, när man inte är träningssugen. När man mm-hmm. inte vill träna så kan man bara så här framför tv på kvällen på mattan bara liksom röra kroppen lite. Ja, yeah. no that one's perfect. I love it. Ja. 
Ja, jag är beroende. Jag gör den typ hela tiden. Men jag har gjort den idag också. Jag gör den hela tiden. Ja, ja. Jag ska variera mig lite. Men det är väldigt... Det är som att kroppen liksom också njuter av att göra övningar som den mm. och rörelser som den känner till och liksom bara bara så här, ja känner efter hur det är liksom och röra mm. sig ja. um, men Courtney jag tänkte vi skulle avrunda här för att du kommer tillbaka, jag har ju tre månader kvar av min graviditet och uh, du kommer tillbaka om typ två månader för mm. då är det dags att prata om förlossningsförberedande träning mhm Exciting. Ja. <laughs> så det ska du få komma och för det var ju det som överraskade mig så himla mycket när jag tränade med dig första gången. <laughs> det var ju när du helt plötsligt la in en annan växel på slutet och vi började liksom göra cirkelfys typ. Nej, men inte riktigt, men intervall intervallträning. Ja, nej det var ju superkul. Så det måste ju alla våra lyssnare också få lära sig mer om. Men yeah. Efter jul och nyår där någonstans så kommer du tillbaka till oss och berättar allting om det. Sounds great. Ja. Tack Courtney för att du var med oss i podden idag. Oh, thanks for having me again. Love it. Ja, men självklart. Absolut. Och till dig där hemma, glöm inte prenumerera på vår podd så missar du inga avsnitt. Och som vanligt så var det Alma Shapiro som var dagens producent- och eh, barnmorskorna Anna och Sofie hör du igen nästa vecka. Och jag heter Karin Bylovorje och tackar också för mig. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.